are listening to The Sun on the Strip. I'm Brock Radke, entertainment writer for the Las Vegas Sun, and every Wednesday I'll have an exclusive conversation with someone who is being fabulous on the Las Vegas Strip, as well as an update on what's going on in the world of entertainment here in Vegas. Thanks for listening. Usher officially opened his Las Vegas residency show at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace Friday night, and I was there, and it was loud. There was a lot of flashing lights, a ton of dancing, and all of his hits. It was a big deal because it was the first new residency show to open since last year's shutdown. This thing was announced last year right in the heart of the pandemic uncertainty, and Usher has been selling out these shows so far and giving his fans what they want to see in Las Vegas. I'm working on a more in-depth piece about this show for an upcoming issue of Las Vegas Weekly Magazine, but I did write something this week about Usher and the big residency comeback on the Strip, including the next shows that are coming back to Vegas very soon. And you can read it right now at LasVegasSun.com. A very different but still awesome musical residency show on a smaller scale just announced its comeback in a new venue, the Bronx Wanderers, a family band from New York that has been headlining in a few different strip rooms in the past few years. They're coming to the Westgate Cabaret starting September 20th. They're going to play nightly in the same room where magician Jen Kramer is currently performing and other Westgate shows from comedian George Wallace and female review Sexy are expected to return soon. If you haven't seen the Bronx Wanderers but you love rock and roll through the different eras, you have to go see these guys. Amazing musicians and really powerful live performers. This is one of my favorite smaller room shows, and I'm really excited to see them join the entertainment family over there at the Westgate. A bunch of one-off shows were announced this week, coming to Vegas soon. Uh, comedian Burt Kreischer will be at Park MGM on September 25th. Daughtry will be at Virgin Las Vegas on December 5th. And Journey will be back at Caesars Palace for one night only on December 18th. Reopening this week on the Strip at Harrah's is the longest-running scripted musical ever in Vegas, Menopause the Musical. It's back at Harris Cabaret on Thursday. I'm going to be writing all about that as well as some other new show announcements this week you may have missed in my Thursday column. It's called Curtain Up, and you need to read it at LasVegasSun.com. So if you've been listening to The Sun on the Strip for a while, you know we spent a lot of time lately talking with the great people at Stabile Productions about their Las Vegas show. We've talked to the producers, Matt and Angela Stabile. We've talked with uh, dancers from their ex-country review at Harris. We've talked with the comedian couple, Nancy Ryan and John Bazaar, that perform in that show, and ex-burlesque at the Flamingo. And now we're going to go backstage for a conversation with manager and choreographer Anthony Cardella. He has a really unique Vegas history as his mother was a comedian that performed for years in different shows. You're going to hear all about that, as well as his creative process for shaping the choreography behind these shows. There's a lot more that goes into it than just coming up with some sexy moves for the stage. We're even going to talk a little bit about Usher's show at Caesars, so we're really covering everything in this one. Please enjoy my conversation with Anthony Cardella. Where to start? You've been doing this stuff for a long time. How long have you been in Las Vegas, I guess? Let's start with that. I've been in Las Vegas over 25 years now. A very long time. Mm -hmm. I've I've been with the show. This is like my 15th year now. A very long time. Yeah. 
that's a long time to do anything, but to be doing what you do for a show like this is like unheard of. <laughs> right. I can't complain. It's my dream job. I was very fortunate to kind of fall into the job and I've been here ever since and have no plans on leaving. <laughs> mm-hmm. Where are you from originally? Originally from Chicago. Um, I we moved out here for my mom's job and then especially for what I do now, it's really hard to ever leave Vegas, but I love Vegas. I mean, I really do. Mm-hmm. And your mom was an entertainer as well, right? Yes, she was a comedian. Um, her name was Pudgy, the Queen of Teas. And so we moved out here for her job because it was obviously a lot more opportunity for her and a ton of shows out here wanted her and then just stayed out here ever since. Did she kind of make the rounds in different Vegas shows or did she have her own show or how did that work? She did. She did. Uh, she started off with crazy girls in like the mid nineties and that's where she met Angela. And from there she kind of did touring in the summer. So she did various shows. She also did skin tight. If you remember that show that was at, um, Harris. So she was with Greg Thompson. And then the last show she ever did was ex burlesque flamingo which was kind of almost like a full circle type of thing, which was kind of cool. And that's how I kind of got started because for doing that show got me to do that as well. <laughs> yeah. Crazy yeah. girls, of course, uh, Angela Stabile, who is, uh, you know, queen of the ex burlesque shows, of course, with her husband, Matt, Matt. Uh, she was a long time dancer in uh, different shows as well as crazy girls. So that's that connection. And when did you kind of decide that you wanted to uh, get into the family business, so to speak, and, and, and be a, a performer and, and eventually a choreographer? Right. So I was, I always wanted to do it as my dream job. I didn't know how I was going to be able to do it because at that time I was bigger. Um, so I knew I couldn't do it on stage professionally. So I was like, let me try to find another way. I grew up dancing and it just kind of fell into place because Tiffany who also is the other manager with me. Um, she needed a cover for her at the show. And so I would just fill in for her here and there. And then it led into, they were doing a country show. This is before X country. This was called X buck wild back in 07 or 08. And they needed a choreographer for the show. Tiffany kind of pitched me because we grew up together. So he can do it. And I was like, okay, sure. And I just kind of took it on doing this whole show by myself, choreographing it. And then from there, it was just kept doing it. And then I just was like, let's keep going. And then had shows in Atlantic city and Reno. And I kind of pitched myself to become full-time of like, you need me on this team. And then I've never left since. (laughs) So you, so you didn't do much or any dancing professionally? No. Um, and then when I started getting in shape myself, I never wanted, I just, I enjoyed being behind the scenes. I love seeing my work on stage and, and helping seeing girls that perform and like I help them get there. I love doing that. That is so rewarding to me. And now let's say, because I am in shape, people are like, you should go and perform on stage and do it. And I was like, no, because when people retire, they want my job and I already have it. So I don't know. Like, I, like I'll do gigs here and they're like very minimal gigs and it's fun. And I love to perform. But when I teach the girls, that's when I perform, like I come alive. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I've never had a desire to do it on stage professionally. That's really interesting. Cause you don't, I feel like you don't hear about uh, choreographers. Usually that, you know, you go from dancer to choreographer and, and that's a, that's a difficult transition in right. itself, but right. you flip that on its head really. Right. Exactly. I totally did it like backwards. Um, like I said, but I'm also dance captain of X So when I teach these new girls, 
for a couple of weeks, I like do it 110% and they fill me and that's like my time for, for, to perform. And that's, that's, I love it. You know, I was like, no, I'm good. Like I said, gigs here and there and I'm good. <laughs> so, uh, you talked about kind of getting in shape. Was that, was that a big, uh, I guess life change for you when that happened or was that not as big of a deal as it sounds like it might be? Oh gosh, no, it was a, it was a big deal being in shape. Even now I still, it's something I do every day. It was back in, oh, oh gosh, 2016. I decided to like, really, let's time to get in shape. It's not good health, you know, just going out too much. I was like, I need to really get better shape. And I just got a trainer and like literally my first day I trained with him. I was just addicted ever since. Like that's, I was like, yeah, this is what I want to do. So like now I work out six days a week. I run six days a week outside um, and that's just something that's part of my everyday duties. Like I have to get up and work out and then my day starts. There's no way I could keep doing this older I'm getting without being physically in shape. Like it really helps me to keep sustain everything, honestly. So Expertlesque, uh, it is the, I guess the anchor of this kind of empire that Beal Productions has been building over the years. Uh, there's, there's three, three different X shows now. Uh, one of them is, uh, I guess dormant at the moment, but, but getting ready to come back soon, we hope. And, uh, and there's also some other shows like they help out with Piff the Magic Dragon and they've done some other things here and there, but Expertlesque at Flamingo, like we said, is really the, where it all starts. And that's the show that you've been with for the longest time. What do you think separates this show from the other female reviews around town? No, it's because there's a little bit of everything for everyone that comes to our show. We have such a variety of girls first off. And I always not saying it's because it's, you know, our show. It's like, we really do have the most beautiful women in the show in in Vegas. And on top of that, it's the hardest dancing you're going to see in any female review show. Dancers come to us because they want to dance. Like we want to come because I want to keep dancing. You guys have the hardest choreography ever. It's not like, oh, let's put my hair and like here, I'm just a pretty girl. No, like they're full on dancing. We have different varieties in there. Like we have hip hop, we have rock, we have country, we have, you know, true burlesque numbers. And, you know, girls tend to not leave our show because it's such hard dancing. Like you trust me when you come, anyone comes or you're never going to find it anywhere else. Coming back, we were limited capacity, like 30 and 15, 80. And when I was watching the show, because I watched the show nightly to give notes, I was watching it from the side. So it's a very different, you know, view. I couldn't see everything. So finally, like a week ago, I decided to sit in the back center booth and watch it for the first time in a year and a half to see. I was so excited. And I was like in awe of this show. And I was telling, man, Angela, I was like, this show is amazing. I'm acting like I was not a part of it. I was like, I really is such an incredible, I the costume, the girls, quick changes. Like, how does this happen? Like I was in awe. It was like the first time I saw the show ever, but it was, it's been a year and a half. And I was like, God, it was so great to watch it that way. <laughs> so when you do come, I, I hope you do enjoy it like that. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. My experience going to see these kinds of shows and, and I would extend this to the male reviews in town too. When you go see the show, you know, you think this is going to be a bunch of sexy people with not very much clothes on. And it definitely is that, but in my experience, the dancing is really what sets it apart. Some of these shows have phenomenal dancing and really talented performers that are doing things a little bit more or a lot more athletic and acrobatic than you expect to happen. And I know that that is the case with uh, expert less too. I've heard that a lot. So puts the pressure on you a little bit to make sure that that 
that aspect of the show is top notch, right? Right. We have special TX2. We have like a bungee number. We have a pole that sits in the center of the room and it's not a spinning pole. Um, also, which is like the thing to do. So it's even harder because the girls have to pull themselves up and spin themselves. Um, and like I said, every year we also, I make it harder because it's like, why should it get easier? The show gets harder every single year. Cause that's what you want to do. You want to keep the audience coming back. So mm-hmm. you'll enjoy it. And I know that you guys, you know, you changed, it's been around for a long time and there's always little tweaks and changes, always refreshing the music that's in the show. That's really important to kind of keep that relevant. Uh, what's the right. creative process like for you when it's like, okay, it's time to shake things up. We want to bring in this song, this song, and this song, Anthony, here you go. Take over, do your thing. What does that, what does that look like for you? We're so we're actually we're in the talks of talk, like changing things now. Like, what do we want to do? We're going to do it right before the pandemic. Um, and so we all kind of come together. It's me, Matt, and Angela, and Tiffany, and we all kind of say we have these songs that we like. Like, I come like I love this song. Can we please do it? We all listen and collectively say like, yes, that would be a really cool song to do. Or they're like, okay, we like it. What ideas do you have with it? What do you want to do? Not tell them like I want to do this. I'm like, okay, let's do it. Or sometimes, you know, man, Anja, they're going to be like, Hey, Anthony, we have this song, please do it. I'm like, all right, you know, I'll figure it out make it work. And then sometimes I will think of something right away or it will take me some time. Like, Hey, where, where are we getting with this number? So it just depends, but it's a, it's a group process, which is always fun. And it's never like, no, we're not going to listen to it. It always takes everyone ideas into consideration. And like, we're talking about things right now to change it because it's been a little while before the, the, um, since we've changed it. What was it like, uh, bringing the show back after such a long time off? Was there a lot of, I know, I know dancers and, and entertainers in Las Vegas in general, a lot of people struggle to kind of stay in the right shape physically and mentally to be able to perform again. Um, did it take a little while to, uh, get things back to normal or was everybody just so excited to, to be on stage again that they were, kind of raring to go you know surprisingly it didn't take too long you know we were off for 10 months for the burlesque show so when i t- sent the text out like hey we're gonna start rehearsals i myself was nervous like how long is it gonna take the first day back all the girls knew this sh- remember this show like it was like like they never left and then when we got into the showroom that was pretty amazing like a little emotional like i can't believe we're back i mean my i'm myself watching it and the girls, you know, dancing, I got a little teary eye. Like, I cannot believe we're back and we're actually doing this. Um, so it wasn't, and they all stayed in really good shape too. Like they, cause we didn't, we didn't know when we were coming back. It was like, we might go next month. So they always had to stay in shape because we, we didn't know it was going to last 10 months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we talked a little bit before we got on here about this is a family business behind these shows. And I know that you guys, you're very close and you communicate a lot and everybody does. And that's just how, how this company does things. I'm sure that that had a big impact on being able to come back so quickly and and so strongly. Right. Right. Um, I'm very thankful we did come back. Um, and Matt had a, a brilliant idea of to do the private edition, which we came back with the 30 people. Let's do this like couples champagne thing. And it worked. And, and it sold out and it was incredible and very thankful that we were able to come back with just 30 people, which just sounds so crazy looking back and how everyone did it and performed, but I'm glad we did it. <laughs> what a unique experience you guys created by doing, changing it up and doing that show that really played to 
the intimacy of the show and those restrictions at the time. Yeah, I actually really enjoyed it. And believe it or not, the audiences for 30 people were sometimes better than the 180 we've had in the past. Like they were so appreciative of what everyone was doing, the girls and how much it took to put the show back on. So the audience was incredible and they had the best time cheering. And even when we went up to 50 people, they had, they were incredible. So they just, they really appreciated what we did to make the show work and to get it back going. We just went back oh, to Fasty July 1st. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, because without the tickets and how it was going, we had to wait till July 1st. And we were still doing two shows, uh, five nights a week. And the audiences now are just the loudest they've been in years, like cheering every number. And it's just seriously so amazing to watch. I'm like, never will take this for granted ever again. Now, are you also... Uh doing choreography and stuff for X country and eventually X rocks. Oh yeah. That's so when we did burlesque and then they spun off and did um, X rocks first, I did that as well. And that was a fun time. And then they spun off and did again, did X country. I did that. And surprisingly country music choreography comes to me very easily. I don't know why, because I've never been a country fan growing up, <laughs> but I love to choreograph to country music. Um, it's, it's a good time. So I do all of that. Um, and then any new shows that we have in the future, um, that's me. And it's, it's a fun time. And we also have Men of X that we tour every now and then. Yeah, I remember uh, years ago talking to Angela about that. And uh, there has been a little bit, I mean, pre-pandemic, of course, it seems like there was a little bit of a bump in mail reviews in Las Vegas. Right now, we're a little things are a little shaky because you know Chippendales is looking for a new home, and mm-hmm. uh, but we do have uh, Magic Mike is getting ready to reopen at the Sahara, so hopefully that genre or subcategory will come back to life again soon. It seems like it, it might be a good time to uh, bring the bring the male aspect back and maybe find a home for that show too, huh? Hey, I'm all for it. I'm all for that. That's, it's, a, it's a different, it's a fun time. It's, it's very different than obviously working with females, but it's fun. <laughs> yeah. That's gotta be very different for you or maybe not. I'm not sure. What's your, what's the, how does the approach vary? Um, it's, it's actually harder for me. Sexy female choreography comes easier to me than guys and uh, working with females is actually easier. Um, I never thought I would say that until I worked with the guys and they have more drama than the females. <laughs> and that's well, not, that doesn't surprise me. It's kind of crazy. Like, how do you guys have this much drama? <laughs> well, obviously you are focused on uh, maintaining these shows. And like you said, kind of refreshing things here and there. And then uh, hopefully soon we'll see X rocks back on stage. Uh, we know it won't be at uh, Bally's where it used to be, but uh, I know you guys are looking for a new spot for that. Right. Um, is that kind of the focus going forward into the rest of this year? Or are there other projects that you are working on? Um, we were looking to refresh X Plus and X Country. That's what we're in the talks to now. Obviously, finding our home for X Rocks. Um, that will that's not permanently closed. There's no way that's going to reopen. Hopefully, it'll be great by the end of this year. Um, and then possibly um maybe doing like little one-offs of Men of X. So like I said, we've done that before in the past, so maybe do that. Now that you have been doing this, you got your you got your dream job and you've had it for so long. Do you have a new dream job? Can you see this developing into something else? Or is there a a different kind of show that you might like to work on in the future? No, I'm open to ideas. I don't, I I really do love 
burlesque because it has a little bit of everything hip hop, like I said, rock. I'm open to anything. Um, people always ask me like, do you want your own show one day? Yeah. Like maybe I do, but I don't know. I, I, I enjoy this and I love what we have in the business and us for running it. And it's just, I, I really no other aspirations except maybe like totally different doing personal training on the side. I know it's totally different, but the other thing besides choreography I love is fitness. Like that's what I've thought about getting into for fun. Yeah. The two go hand in hand. That's for sure. Right. I, and I do want to do that. Like maybe during the day, like train a couple people, maybe even train a couple of the girls too. But cause during the pandemic, I really focused on my fitness a lot. And I was like, I that's other than choreography is fitness. That's my love, my passion. This last year is a bad example of this, but do you try to get out and kind of make the rounds and go see the other, all the other shows in Vegas, uh, particularly like the more dance centric shows just to kind of get a feel for, what's new and what's happening out there. Oh, absolutely. I, I make it a point. Like we just saw the new Usher uh, residency. I make it a point to see all residency shows because of that reason to get ideas or to see what's out there. What's the fresh props. What, what's, what's the new idea. Even going out to the clubs is another thing I go because you get ideas like what's the new song as your new dance style out. So you kind of do have to stay current and relevant. So I do my best to see all the shows in town because I love seeing them and what's out there to keep, keep up the competition. You should take over my job because you're going to see all these shows anyway, and then <laughs> I won't have to do it anymore. <laughs> I love seeing shows. That's like my favorite thing. <laughs> I still love it too. And I do love, I'm kind of a sucker for great dancing in shows. I feel like that makes such a huge difference, whether it's like a variety show or like an old school production show, right. residencies like you mentioned when you go see a residency show and they have like an army of dancers and everything is super tight, that's the best experience for me that I can imagine. Oh yeah. So now you really have to come and see the show. I was <laughs> <laughs> like a must. I'm there. What did you think of the Usher show? Um, it was good. Um, I, uh, he sounded incredible. I wanted more of a residency. It was more of a concert when uh, artists come to do residencies. I want to know about like, the backstory. I want to see props and sets and more of that stuff. I think during in time it will be there, but we saw it the first night, preview night. So that's my only, that was my only complaint is I want more of a residency type of show. Yeah. I agree with you a hundred percent. I saw the Friday regular opening show yeah. and uh, it was great. And there was a lot, he packed a lot of different songs into that show, which, right. was, uh, which was great. And I'm sure, great for his fans who were yeah, you want, and I, I kind of wanted some of the songs to be full the full length because there were some i like love and i was like oh there's a snippet but oh well but i enjoy like i said he sounded amazing like yeah. that was that was my first time ever seeing him live and that was a fun show for dance too because there's a lot a lot of people a lot of dancing a lot of different stuff to different uh different kind of genres you know he's all over the place and uh that, that strip club scene, that was pretty, pretty strong. Right. I agree. And that pole work was pretty amazing. And it was cool. It was really cool. Very different for the Coliseum. There was no stripper poles in Celine Dion's show. No. I don't know. Cher, Elton John. Elton John, maybe, but no. <laughs> That's going to do it for this week's episode of The Sun on the Strip. Thanks again for listening. And special thanks to Anthony Cardella for spending time talking with me 
please go see X Country at Harris and X Burlesque at the Flamingo. And if you want to find past episodes of this show, just go to lasvegasun.com slash podcast. Thanks again. We'll catch you next week.